11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is Mike Salazar. Mike, how's it going? Hey, Paul. All is well, man. Just you know, just here in California, you know, out. Yeah, man. I'm je- I'm je- I'm jealous. I'm in Connecticut. It's cold over here. <laughs> I know how it be, man. I try to run away from that as, as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, could you just tell us a little bit about like how you got involved in soccer, like as a kid? Yeah. I'm- you know, my family, I have a big family, you know, so my mom's sisters all have boys, so and I grew up in Belize, so, you know, it's a European lifestyle, you know, we're always on the street playing, and um, yeah, that's pretty much, you know, how I got into just being competitive, you know, all boys, and, you know, just me getting after it with them and competing, I felt like that helped a lot. Yeah, for sure. What, um, like, what year did you move to the U.S.? I moved out here in 2010, January of 2010. Oh, okay. I, yeah, so I've been here for 11 years now. And what what about, like, when you moved here, was there any, like, culture shock or, or not really? Yeah, for sure. It, you know what the crazy thing is? When I first landed, I'd never seen, like, like tall buildings. So I was taking pictures of the tall buildings while I was in the car with my aunt when they picked me up. So that was kind of, you know, yeah, a big change for me. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't used to that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then tell me about how how did you end up going to uh, California Baptist University? Yeah, so I played my final high school year in here in California, mm-hmm. uh, Canyon Springs, and um, my coach was a pastor, and he you know he did church on the weekends, but he coached us on like you know the weekdays and when we had our games. And California Baptist University is a back to school and you know it's something he's connected with and so he just introduced me to like the coaching staff there and he's like oh like come and watch this kid play you know we have a CIF game uh, you know our team hasn't made the CIF for a while so you know this kid is I think they'll like him and uh, the coach came out and we won the game I scored in the game and yeah he just talked to me after and asked me asked me if I was interested in going to California Baptist University and I you know, I didn't know what college soccer was like out here. I just thought every school played each other. I didn't know what was, you know, Division One, Two, mm-hmm. none of that stuff. So I just, I just went along with it, and I had a great time. Yeah, for sure. Was there any? I know it was D one. So was there any other schools that were looking at you? Yeah, University of California Riverside, which, which where I end up after, they were looking at me, but I never entertained it because. Mm-hmm. I already talked to one coach and I like told him, yeah, I'm interested in going and I, I wanted to keep my word. So I went 
And I didn't know, you know, if it was Division One, Two, NAIA, none of that stuff. I just went because I, you know, he was the first guy that came up to me. And at the time, I didn't really know, you know, the difference. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, definitely makes sense. So, yeah, tell me, like, tell me a little bit about your experience at uh, CBU and then and then what made what, what led to your decision to, to transfer? Yeah, so I played two years at CBU and we won we won the league twice and we won the NCCAA championship twice, so back-to-back years, you know, and I was like, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was getting looked at. I didn't know what, what was next after that. So I, I went and talked to the coach and I was like, look, we won, you know, pretty much everything together. I mean, you know, I, I, I start researching and understanding like how the draft works. And I was like, you know, I got to go to a division one school because that's the highest level of college soccer here in America. And I told him I wanted to transfer out after two years. And that's, that's how I ended up back at the first, the second school that tried to recruit me in UC Riverside, which is like crossed on rivals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that totally makes sense. Like you said, you won, you did everything you could there. So why not? Um, sure. yeah. Then, then what was your, what was your experience like at, at Riverside? Yeah, so then I went to Riverside and I redshirted my first year because when I wanted to transfer from CBU, the coach didn't want me to transfer. Dang. <laughs> so he, yeah, so he he didn't grant me my my transfer my trans transfer request mm-hmm. uh, script or whatever you had to sign, and he told me if I transfer, I would have to sit out a whole year of college soccer. So I was like, man, why like you know, like why wouldn't you want me to like leave after you know? and doing everything I can here and I uh, felt like I wasn't really getting looked at. So I just went to UCLA and I sat out a year and it was tough, but, you know, it was something I had to do to get where I am today and it was a big decision and I went to UCR and, you know, I had a great time. My first year we won the, the division and mm-hmm. then, my, you know, my final year, you know, I got drafted to mm-hmm. Montreal Impact. Yeah. So yeah, going in, going into the draft, like after you, you had a successful college career, um, like when did you when did you know like in college that like you could be like a pro player or, or like go to the MLS? Was there like a moment or anything? Well, you know, there was people starting to come out at this time, mm-hmm. and I, I I see one of my teammates, Aaron Long, get drafted. You know, in the in the first in the second round, then the next year we had uh, Otis Earl get drafted in the first round, and I was like, okay, well, I'm playing with these guys every day, and I know I know what I'm capable of, and I feel like we're on you know similar level. So if I just continue to do what I'm doing, then you know I'll follow suit and right in behind because you know our school is getting looked at now. Yeah. And you know Aaron Long, you know you know like he's a defender of the year in the league now, so you know the caliber of player he is. You know, it took him a while to get there, but he eventually got to where he is now. And so, yeah, I knew right away that if I just continued to do what I was doing, I was going to, you know, eventually at least get a look at and it happened. Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, you got, you got drafted uh, 24th overall in the second round. Um, what, what was that? What was that feeling like just getting drafted? Yeah, I remember talking to my mom while I was in the league. I think I was about 15 years old, and I told her that that day would come eventually. And, you know, she told me, boy, you must be dreaming because <laughs> nobody from Belize has ever done this before, and why do you think you're going to be the guy to do it? And I'm like, why not me, you know? Yeah. And 
And so that moment was, you know, really special because I, I told her that, you know, when I was a little kid growing up, I was like, one day I'm going to be, you know, on that stage, at least getting drafted and getting the opportunity to play in, in Major League Soccer. And it was it was a cool moment. You know, my, my mom was there. My coach was there. My uncle, my cousin, my aunt. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was a special moment for sure. Not just for me, but, you know, for all the kids back in Belize where I grew up, you know, just showing them that, you know, it's as long as you believe in something, you know, you, you can do it. And I believe that was, that was a little kid, and I never looked back. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then I know you're on the national team for Belize. So, what, what does that mean to you to just wear the national jersey? Yeah, I take pride representing my country. You know, um, they definitely helped me my development throughout the years. And you know, every time they call my name to go back and represent the country, I'll, I'm never going to say no because. I know what it meant to me growing up and and just being able to come back and, you know, share some experience with those guys who want to, you know, be where I'm at or even farther. So yeah. hopefully, you know, I can just be an example for them and and we can, you know, try to build something. Yeah, definitely. So going back to the MLS, you're, you're drafted, you're a rookie, first year, Montreal. Um, what about just, like, moving to another different country what was that was there any changes there like moving from the u.s to canada yeah i mean living in california for five years and then going oh, to yeah. canada in the cold is, is a drastic difference <laughs> i grew up in belize for yeah. what 18 years and then i come here in california so both great weathers and then i went to montreal and i had one of the best times of my life over there man i can't i can't complain at all besides the snow everything else was fantastic it's everything i expected when i when i you know when i was growing up you know, the professionalism at the club was was amazing playing alongside didier drugba dream come true you know playing with guys like nacho piatti and all the i mean i couldn't have asked for a better you know first year and you know my three years there in montreal yeah yeah definitely i i hear great things about montreal i've been there only like once but when i was little so i heard like but it's dope to just like the atmosphere in the city and things like that. Yeah, man, they're really into it. Uh, we always get a lot of fans at the game. You know, it was fun. Yeah. What about, can you, can you take me through your first MLS goal? Yeah, so crazy thing is, you know, um, I wasn't even on the 18. I wasn't even supposed to be playing that game when I first, uh, I got a call at the, I'd say about six, seven before I was about to go to bed. Coach said, um, they're back in the 18. It was during the lineup. I, I I didn't I was like okay he's like did you are you ready I was like yeah I'm ready and um, we played against the New England Revolution uh, I wasn't like I said I wasn't supposed to be in the 18 or even starting and one of the guys who was you know supposed to start was he got sick <laughs> and and coach you know out there and, and yeah I I just, you know, I just, I anticipate one of the cross coming in from the left side from a young boy. It bounced right to my head and I just put it in. And in that same game, uh, I scored in the second half again. So it was two goals in, in that game. And it was, it was a great moment for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, hey, that's crazy. You you go from, you know, you didn't even know you were going to play to, to score on your first goal. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a special moment. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players? Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can with Be Pro by Perfect Soccer. 
Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Yeah, and then I know um, you you went to the, the USL after and then the Houston, Houston Dynamo picked you up uh, from there. And what, what, what was it just like, what was the differences just playing for Montreal versus uh, Houston? Yeah, so what had happened was I got injured my third year, mm-hmm. and I didn't play. I didn't play a single game that entire year, and I didn't know if I was ever going to play again. Because when I was, you know, I went to the doctor, they were checking out my knee. Mm-hmm. They said I might have had to get a micro fracture, like surgery for my knee, but I didn't even get the surgery. So I just, you know, sat out the whole year, let it heal on its own. And Houston, you know, they. They gave me a call and they said, you can come to RGV, you know, we'll look, look, look at you, see, you know, how you, how you respond after your injury. And so I just went down to RGV and I was like, okay. Until me, I was just like, all right, this is, you know, obviously a step down from where I was playing, but I'm going to embrace the moment and just, you know, go out there and give everything I have. And, and once I got that first one in, I was like, okay, I think my knee is good. You know, I like first full game and then going to the second game third game I was like alright now I get my rhythm and then I started scoring from there and I went on that run of like five, six or seven so I was scoring every single game and then Houston you know wanted to give me an opportunity they signed me to the first team and I was back in the league so that's, uh, that's how that process went yeah yeah I mean that's crazy so you, you said you never had surgery on it no, I didn't get the surgery at all. No, I just sat out the whole year and, you know, let, let my knee heal on its own. And that's that's good. Cra- I mean, that's crazy and, and awesome, too. Like, I mean, no one wants to get surgery in general. Yeah, it was tough. It was a tough moment for sure because yeah. they were like, this could be one of the worst surgeries you could get, but you can let it heal on its own and it's going to take a while. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it heal on its own. And when yeah. I went to the doctor and they checked up my knee again, he said the bone would never like grow back in that area again. But when I did the MRI again to check my knee, the doc said your bone like heal like fully, completely. It's like you were never injured. So it was like a miracle. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's I mean that's crazy, and that's that's amazing. Um, and then what about uh, this season? Uh, you were were you were you were released by them, or the contract ended? Yeah, so I got I was I got hurt again. You know. I, Right before we were about to go to Orlando, I went into a tackle with my teammates, and I, you know, I tore a little bit of my MCO. Mm-hmm. But now I'm fully, I'm fully healed, like, and I'm back to playing again. And um, yeah, so they, you know, they, they still want to bring me in, you know, for preseason, etc. Yeah. But um, you know, we're working on that as we speak right now. So yeah, that's where we are as far as Houston goes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and then. Are you ready for these uh, five Quincy questions? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, you know, you got, you're going to have to think for these ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, I already know you know. <laughs> what, uh, what's the most important uh, skill or quality that you feel has helped you be a, a successful pro player? Most important quality or skill. I feel like, you know, I come in, you know, uh, I'm a hard worker. You know, uh, I'm not going to complain. I don't, I don't beg for playing time. You know, um, I just let my my work do the talking. You know, when given the opportunity, I make sure I, I always go out there and I get the best I can to help my teammates be successful as well as myself. And I do anything to 
uh, you know, for the team. You know, whatever they need me to do, whether that's playing on the left, playing on the right, playing at number 10, playing with two forwards, playing with one forward, you know, I can play all those positions equally. And, you know, I provide, you know, a, a different dynamic, you know, in, in all aspects. So I feel like that's something that, that uh, helps me as a player. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's what's the biggest mistake you think pro players are making? A big mistake pro players are making. Um, I feel like you know maybe just if or in the early stages when I was when I first got into the league, you could definitely let stuff get to you. Like as far as if you're being successful early, mm-hmm. that could get to you. You know, like stay focused. Stay focused. Yeah, for sure. What about uh, what advice would you give to a young player trying to make a pro league? Just be yourself every single day. When you come in, work hard. You know, be a sponge. You know, just be willing to listen, take information. You know, just execute when you when you get your opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, these could be these next two could be soccer related or, or life related. Uh, what is something that most people think is true that you believe isn't? that's a good one repeat that again yeah Uh, what's something most people think is true that you believe isn't wow (laughs) I heard this one the other day somebody said the earth is flat oh yeah but I believe it it is (laughs) I like that um what what is something you would move forward with if you if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear that one. Can you repeat that again. Yeah. What is uh what's something you would move forward with if if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well? You really got me thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you, um, you could thank Quincy for that. Oh man, I'm not I'm not quite sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Me and Quincy gonna have to have a talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh yeah. What about? Um, what do you think about the the players just forming the Black Players for Change? Man, that that is awesome. I feel like you know that's something that you know we can look at you know years from now and just say you know that all these guys are you know making an effort you know for change and it's not just one day. For a week or months is you know something that they want to do for a very long time and you know i really admire all the guys you know that, that, that that's leading this um you know change for for these movements and you know i can't can't say enough about what, what they're doing so mm-hmm. i'm really proud of everybody that's you know behind it and, i mean i'll be right there continuing to support each and every one of them yeah definitely are right, you ready for some uh, fun questions? Let's do it. All right. Uh, who would you want to do a jersey exchange with uh, that you haven't done in the MLS? And who would you want to do in, one with uh, overseas? In the MLS? Um, well, when Zlatan was here, you know, 
Uh, I wanted to do one with him. But I don't know if that would have ever happened because I don't even know how do you approach him to say, oh, <laughs> you know, can we, can we swap jerseys? <laughs> you might say, who you are, who are you? <laughs> you know, <I> did. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was one guy for sure. Um, overseas, you know, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, I, I've, you know, loved him, his game, everything about him that, that he's been doing ever since, you know, I've been watching, you know, soccer on TV. I feel like he was the one that, you know, made me enjoy watching the game on TV. So, and just his work ethic and, you know, just everything about him. I feel like, you know, I, I admire the guy and for sure he would be one of them. Yeah, definitely. What about, uh, what do you like to do in your free time? You know, I'm a very laid back person. You know, I just stay at home with my family, you know, my cousins, whenever, you know, I go on vacation, I don't really, you know, go alone or do any of that stuff. I just come with my family. We stay at home. We play cards, you know, we laugh. We just, we just have conversations. Definitely. Um, and last one, uh, what are your, what are your goals for 2021? Well, you know, right now I'm working on, where I'm going to be mm-hmm. so wherever I land you know I'm you know going to give the best I can you know for whoever I'm playing for and and my goal is just to you know just continue to inspire you know the the youth especially from my country I feel like you know I want to be you know that leader for them and just you know just set an example, you know, just kind of showing them that, you know, if they believe in something, they can, you know, they can do it. And I feel like that's, that's continuing to be my goal throughout. Yeah, it's dope. Actually, I got, I got one last one for you. If I went to Belize, where do I, what do I got to try there? Like, what kind of food do I got to try? Well, the rice and beans and chicken is like, it's, it, you might think it's just rice and beans and chicken, but in Belize, it's, it's a different type of rice and beans and chicken. So you, you got to go try that right. if you get there. That is something that, you know, it's, it's throughout the whole country. That's what we eat on a regular basis. We, yeah, as far as food-wise, that's, that's something you should try when you're there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'd be down for that. Well, I, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they could follow you at on social media? Yeah, you can follow me at msala11 on Instagram, Twitter, MichaelWorld underscore 10, and Facebook, Michael Salazar Jr., all right. Again, appreciate it and uh, best of luck this season. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.